Welcome to the Restored and Remarried podcast with Gil and Brenda Stewart. Gil and Brenda are internationally known marriage experts who specialize in remarriage and the step family. The Stewarts offer valuable principles that can improve your relationship satisfaction with the love of your life. Here they are, coach and counselors, authors and speakers, Gil and Brenda Stewart. Hey everybody, this is Gil and Brenda Stewart again with Restored and Remarried. Tips, tools, and... Tingles. For your relationship. Say that tingles again. Tingle, tingle. What do you think when you think tingles? I can't share publicly. Yeah, we've been making out since we started this conversation. (laughs) So, Yeah, it's been kind of fun. Every time we've been trying to start, you had a cough and a sneeze. And I like, know. Yeah, that's not a kind of a tingle that I want. No, no, no. I, no, I no. want you the other kind of tingles. Yeah. Well, hey, today's topic is about conflict. Uh, but conflict comes from some of our own thinking. And those issues of thinking could actually be quite distorted. And maybe the conflict isn't so much from the outside, but maybe internally. Ooh. Maybe the conflict starts with myself before I even get to you. I don't even want to think about that because I'd rather blame you than take any responsibility for anything in me. That's the easy way out. Ah. That's the easy way out. Because I think when you you get to blaming and shaming and then the anger and then the emotions and it's like, well, where did this all start with? You know, maybe there was a misunderstanding, but maybe the misunderstanding was actually me internally having this little conversation that really got tangled and distorted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have we have a, a two part session here. We're going to go. We're going to do part one of you know conflict distorted thinking today, and then the next one we'll do part two the next time. And when we're looking through these distortions, um, these distortions really kind of have the seedbed in uh, assumptions. Mm, as wow. yeah. as well as negative self-talk. Well, and also, you know, even though we, we're putting this in like a marriage context, this really covers all relationships, you know, with other different family members or people that we work with or friends. I mean, because I think as long as we're breathing, there's always going to be some kind of conflict somewhere in our life. Yeah. So we're going to share the first four um, distortions today. And then uh, for the next time. So we'll have an eight total. So, you know, count them off as we go in. So as we set this up just a little bit more, I need to kind of draw a couple of points. You know, assumptions and negative self-talk. That's where we get started. This is where we, i.e. the train leaves the tracks and away <laughs> we go into a huge pileup. And most of the input that we have with ourselves sometimes feels right. But sometimes we put too much emphasis upon feeling and not on our thinking. Classic uh, cognitive uh, therapy really has kind of a triad. So draw a triangle in your mind. And at the top, put the words thinking and believing. What am I thinking? What do I believe about that? Hmm. And then descend down to the right side of the triangle and put the words actions and behaviors. Because what I think and what I believe is going to lead to how I act. And I'm going to act it out. And that's going to be demonstrated in behavior. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Then move to the other side of the triangle on the left side and label that one emotions and feelings. Because what I've thought has led to my actions and then those actions and behaviors are then confirmed with my feelings. 
Mm. Oh, that felt really good. So that was a good thought. And it led to some good behavior and it made me feel good. This is a good thing. Can it go bad? Well, yeah, but don't run ahead. Okay. Because those feelings, those emotions are actually kind of like the 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 the, the spoke, the 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 transmission, the flywheel. the energy, the lively it's the live wires, the flywheel that spins it back up to reinforcing what I thought and what I believed was correct hmm. because it felt good. Okay. Now the problem is that if somebody takes that think act feel and turns it on its side, and puts too much emphasis on the feelings and the emotions, they get that flywheel going in the opposite direction, and they start spinning their wheels and stripping gears, and that's better known as conflict. Because it's emotionally charged. Emotionally charged, and it is distorted because the thinking is not in the proper place. My beliefs are not in the proper place. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of the foundation of where we're going to go with these first four distorted thinkings because it starts with you and then unfortunately if it's really screwy thinking uh it's going to spill out and spew onto everyone around you right so start us off with the first one so let me read there's four of them we're going to share today so this is uh distorted thinking so the first one and and listeners see if you resonate with any of these but don't tell us. Just <laughs> oh yeah, do tell us. <laughs> Call us. Write hand. us. Yeah, don't raise your hand. Don't. We'll, we'll we'll take your email or your phone call or your or whatever, and it'll remain private. So there it's okay. Go. Okay. There you go. So although you know what, some of these, I think I'm guilty. Oh, I know already. I'm guilty. So, okay. So the first one is labeled all or nothing thinking. So let me describe this here. You see things in black and white categories as all good or all bad. If your performance falls short of perfect, you see yourself as a total failure. I really screwed up this time. That makes me a total failure. In the real world, nobody is really completely good or bad. Yeah, and black and white thinking, I would have to say I would raise my hand on that one because I, I go that way. And then I get down on myself. And then when I get down on myself, my emotions take over and then I start spewing because I'm going to defend myself, especially Mm -hmm. for those of you that are in the audience that are referring to themselves and or see themselves as perfectionists. Because if you don't feel like you get it right, you get super sensitive and then you really get down on yourself. Mm -hmm. So beware if you are in that category because you may be more susceptible than some folks that don't think that way. It almost sounds like you're taking things to the extreme. I'm taking it personal. Hmm. And, you know, it may not be with you, but then if I'm frustrated with myself, then it's going to come out and it's probably going to land on you like a pile of you-know-what. Probably, because I'm the closest one around. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Those we love the most are those that often get hurt the most. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so that's all or nothing thinking. The next one is overgeneralization. And this one reads out this way. You see a single negative event as a never-ending pattern. And because something happened once or a few times, you assume, emphasize the word assume, you assume it will happen repeatedly. When you don't get the job you were applying for, for instance, you tell yourself, I'm never going to get a job. Oh, that word assume, assumption, that's right. I get tripped up over because it seems like every time I assume something, uh, I'm wrong because <laughs> I'm not don't have enough information because we make an ass out of you and me. I mean, that is the definition of assume. Yeah, you know, yeah. when we do that, we do indeed make, you know, ourselves out to mm, really 
get it in the hindy, and it's our own hindy that usually gets it, and then we again pull other people into it, and that's when the fireworks going off. Yeah, and don't you feel that when you assume, or at least when I do, I don't have all the facts, and I, I make assumptions on false, oh my gosh, false expectations, false information. Uh, yeah, I'm not playing with the. I was gonna say I'm not playing with a full deck, but a full deck of information. <laughs> you do have a full deck. <laughs> Thanks. What I want to also state, Brenda, that I appreciate about you is is that over the years you don't fall prey to overgeneralization because you do one thing well, and that is without being offensive, you say I'm gathering more information. I'm not trying to get in your face. I'm not trying to get up in your grill and tick you off. I'm just gathering more information. And sometimes that's irritating, but the way that you do it is gentle. It's kind. It's very direct. Mm -hmm. But I really appreciate that because that helps lower the overgeneralization pattern. Got it. It interrupts it with with proper thinking so that you got all the facts. I'll keep doing that then. It seems Uh, to be working for you. Please, it's working for you. (laughs) It's working for you because you don't overgeneralize. So, you know, again, I guess these are, I'm two for two. (laughs) No, I I fall prey to these too, for sure. So, okay, so the third uh, thinking distortion is called a mental filter. Um, So you pick out a single negative event and dwell on it exclusively so your vision of all reality becomes darkened. Kind of like the glass of water that is discolored by a single drop of ink. Yeah. You've seen that before? Yeah. You filter out the good aspects of things and see only the bad. Like, I failed this morning, so the rest of the day is ruined. Whoa. And you know what? Let me just jump in here really quick. Um to pick out a single negative event, if you're in a remarriage, oh my goodness, this happens all the time. Something that happened in your previous relationship, previous family, whatever, uh, because that's connected to you through maybe some kind of pain, that it's so easy to bring that into your current relationship. Um, but even if you're not in a remarriage, even family of origin stuff, or maybe an interaction with other friends or family that have really hurt you deeply, that can filter how you interact with each other, especially in conflict, in the present. Oh boy, keep going. So, once again, it's almost like throwing out the baby and the bathwater, just because one thing, little thing went wrong. Um, I almost call it, you know... What do I call it? I don't know. It's just, it's very easy to, like you said from the top of the, the show here, that this is like our, this is my mental filter. This is my deal. It's not yours. This is your crap, not yeah, mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is your and, stuff. you know, the way you can gently call me out and say, to talk about, you know, this mental filter, it's not reality. And it might, it might be being fueled by my feelings and emotion, which could be hurt Fear, abandonment, all those special little feelings that just, you know, throw us under the bus. But go back, Brenda, to what you were saying about how in a remarriage, this gets even more complicated. I mean, in marriage, just straight out marriage, we have our own stuff to deal with. But make a little more emphasis upon that. Go back and kind of come back a little bit. Well, I think in previous podcasts, in our book, and a lot of everything we talk about, we label uh, things that have happened in our past, like a sneaker wave or a bare wire or old tape, um, not getting in a foxhole. I mean, those kind of things really, you know, they they filter how we think. They are probably more prominent in a remarriage, but in first-time marriages, they're still there. 
yeah. mean, it, it's it's still your past. It's still your distorted thinking that may have come from child childhood or right. family of origin or somewhere. Because the point that I think you're getting to is this filter, this mental filter. The point that's coming out is this mental filter is not only just distorted thinking, but it's a lie, a belief that I have mm-hmm. bu- bought. It's a lie or a belief that I have bought hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. And and that's part of what we're going to talk about in the next um, uh, segment is about distorted, inordinate beliefs. And we'll kind of set that up before we end today's podcast. But if I'm believing a lie, then everything's going to get messed up. And I think that's what this mental filter is. It's coming through a mental filter that's distorted. It's like that ink, inky glass water. What is that again? Inky <laughs> drop glass of water. ink what was in that? water. Oh, a glass of water with ink in it. It, it distorts One it. It shades. Drop. One yeah, drop. it's kind of like a little leaven leavens the whole lump. I mean, that's kind of the concept even from scripture. Yeah, and you know what I'm thinking about here? What an incredible opportunity to strengthen your relationship in your marriage if you can actually um, ask your spouse. I mean, to be to be in a safe enough place to ask your spouse, you know, this is what I'm thinking. Am I off track here or not? And sometimes, you know, <laughs> if you can share that with your spouse and be ready because you trust them, they're going to be honest with you how many times your spouse might say, oh, my gosh, that is just whack. That is not who you are. That's not how you I see you. That's not how God sees you that, you know, so sometimes we get this drama in our head going around and man, if we could actually ask our spouse, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? And you know what? That maybe sometimes it could be, yeah, right. You are. Back. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, over here dying to speak up. I mean, if you were to ask me that question and if you're safe and humor can be used, ask me that question again. Go ahead. What? It, is my thinking screwed up? Yeah, here? is my thinking whack? Yes, it is. You should be committed. You should be committed. Your thinking is so whack. Where did that come from? Yeah, yeah get out the white jacket, Charlie. She's going nuts. Okay, yeah. yeah, because that's that mental. I think we've kind of pounded this thing home. That is the thing. That is the thing of mental filters. Is is it screws up your thinking and you believe lies about yourself? And away we go to and more I, conflict. I think the hardest thing about mental filters is you. We don't know we have them. We just assume that it's that's truth. Because actually, I might set those mental filters off in you unknowingly. Yeah. Back yeah. to bare wires, people. Go listen to it. It's there, and it isn't just a first time or second time marriage thing. It's a people thing. Okay, so let's move on to the fourth distorted thinking. Okay, so already we've covered all or nothing thinking. Overgeneralization. Mental filter. And lastly, discounting the positive. So here's how it goes. You reject positive experiences by insisting they don't count. This enables you to maintain a negative belief that is contradicted by everyday reality. That is Mm -hmm. this. His opinion doesn't count because he doesn't really know me. Mm. Ooh, go there for a second. Well, when I think of discounting the positive, I immediately, the first thing that comes to me is, you know, Debbie Downer or the Eeyore Complex or, uh, I don't know about you, but I just, when I'm around people like that, it just sucks the life out of me. I was in a session yesterday with a teenage client in my Mm -hmm. counseling practice. And 
this this kid just nailed it. I mean, it was like a he, he hit a grand slam when he talked about, I don't want to be around toxic people. Oh, because yeah. the toxicity of their negative attitudes completely brings down any positive experience that I possibly could have. And I just let this kid talk because I was like, yeah, you are right on. Mm-hmm. And again, when you think about a teenage brain, they see things in black and white. But here here this guy was really making some clear distinction of some gray Yeah, uh, that I was really impressed with. It was quite profound because mm-hmm. he says, you know, I don't want to be in that company of a toxic, negative thinking person. It brings down my ability to be positive in how I see myself. So mm. the opinion of someone else who can see see something and say something to you, even if they don't know you real well, that's kind of some affirmation you might need to hear. So discounting positive comments, hey, you're missing something there. Right, right. Well, and you know what? That can maybe even tie into the mental filter of what were you told as a kid? Right. Were you encouraged? Were you uh, called up into you know, who you could be in life or were you discouraged and, oh, no, you can't hit that baseball or no, you can't, you can't get an A in that class, whatever. It's amazing how those little comments, even from teachers or, you know, coaches from years ago, how they just had like a seed, they have a seed bed in our hearts sometimes that we don't even realize that that negative stuff is there. Yeah. And it's helped define who we are. Yeah. And we bought off on it. Yeah. And and then, you know, any affirmation, we just discount it. We minimize ourselves. Yes. You know, yeah. I, there's a point of self-confidence. There's a point of building up positive self-worth and self-image. I get that. We're not talking about over-the-top narcissism here. No, no. This is about, hey, this is who I am. I think it's that place of the maturity of our own thinking is is that I actually have a healthy self-image and self-love. I'm not talking about selfishness here, but Mm -hmm. a positive self-image to where Mm -hmm. something so negative doesn't overwhelm me and flood me in my thinking and distort and off to the races we go yet again with conflict that started inside and then somehow avalanches onto those that are close by. Right. Yeah, yeah, which once again, it kind of gets us back to um, one of the previous ones we just talked about, about, you know, it's our thing. You started out saying that these these distortions come from within ourselves sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So those were the top, the first four of thinking distortions in this part one session. And uh, we're going to come up with part two uh, next time we meet with you. But in the meantime, um, we haven't really publicized this a lot, but we actually have a YouTube station. Did you know that? Huh? (laughs) We haven't really promoted it, but most Fridays we'll post a video on Facebook, but not everybody's on Facebook. Yeah, because some Fridays we want to be lazy. (laughs) Sometimes we're not inspired. Or we're going to go for a hike. Yeah, we don't want to be posers and just post, you know, garbage. We post quality information, (laughs) right? We have fun. So anyway, check out our YouTube station, Restored and Remarried. And each video is, once again, and we know you guys are busy. They're no longer than, you know, five, five minutes or so. And um, it's kind of fun and inspirational. And you kind of get to see a little bit. Friday is our day off. So that's when we kind of go play. So you can kind of come and play with us. Right. Now, I'm not a great Facebooker. Brenda is. But uh, Restored and Remarried actually has a closed group for specific Restored and Remarried conversations. I wish to emphasize you are more than welcome if you are not a moaner, groaner, or complainer. (laughs) 
Okay, if you are going to come and complain and spew on the group, please don't bother. But if you're there to receive and give encouragement, we welcome you to the group. Please sign up for the Facebook group of Restored and Remarried. It is a place to encourage, lift other people up, share a story. And yeah, I mean, if you got some kind of hooey going on, then, you know, come out with it. But we don't need 10 pages. We only need about two sentences and, and we'll go from there. we can pray for you. And yeah. we can pray for so you. So if you are interested in this group, go ahead and uh, friend me on Facebook, Brenda Stewart, personally, so then I can add you to the group. Because apparently we have to be friends first before you can get in that group. Right. So. Now, Stewart is with a U, S-T-U-A-R-T, because it's Scottish. And if it's not Scottish, <laughs> it's crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here we go. So all things considered, this conflict stuff really boils back to this, ladies and gentlemen. If you ain't got the marriage... You ain't got nothing. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Catch you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Gil and Brenda Stewart with the Restored and Remarried Podcast. If you enjoyed today's time together, share it with a friend. And be sure to sign up for Gil and Brenda's free newsletter... Subscribe to upcoming podcasts and learn where they're speaking. It's all on the website, restoredandremarried.com. Connect on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and hashtag restoredandremarried. Plus, they offer one-on-one couples coaching with amazing results. Join the Stewarts next time as they provide more tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. Remember, if you ain't got the marriage, you ain't got nothing.